The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Beach Corner with Diana Chickie is sponsored by Exchanging Vows Bridal Boutique in Collingwood, Ontario. Visit exchangingvowsbridalboutique.com for all your wedding and formal wear needs. Hi, I'm Sawyer Bullock and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. I'm Diana Chickie with Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com, your backstage pass for all your entertainment. Our local magician, Sawyer Bullock, will be bringing his Sawyer Bullock Magician Ordinaire at Simcoe Street Theatre in Collingwood on June the 23rd and the 24th. Sawyer is an international award-winning performer who will dazzle you with his humble, charming, and unique magic show in his trademark style, which have been seen in Las Vegas, Dominican Republic, Canada's Wonderland, and on his very own television show, Up My Sleeve on Rogers TV. At 16, he scored the third highest in the close-up and stage categories of the U21 FISM World Championship of Magic. He was also a World Vision Canadian Youth Ambassador. Currently, Sawyer is in his fourth year at Tinsdale University, majoring in philosophy. Sawyer will share his upcoming magic show and being a magician. You're listening to Beach Corner, brought to you by Exchanging Bowls Bridal Boutique in Collingwood on Beach Booster Radio, with Saga Beach's only truly local radio. Hi, I'm Andrew McNeil, Director of Economic Development and Tourism of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. Welcome back to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com. Sawyer Bullock, Magician Ordinaire, will be performing at Simple Street Theatre in Collingwood on June 23rd and 24th. Our very own local magician, Sawyer Bullock, is an international award-winning performer who will dazzle you with his humble, charming, and unique magic show in his trademark style, which has been seen in Las Vegas, Dominican Republic, Canada's Wonderland, and on his own television show, Up My Sleeve, on Rogers TV. TV. So nice to see you again, Sawyer. Nice to be here. Your talent keeps growing year after year. You've accomplished so much in such a short period of time. The last time we spoke, you were attending Tinsdale University, which I understand you've completed your fourth year majoring in philosophy. That's right. How do you balance your time between studying and your magic shows? It's tough and balance and some things is kind of an illusion so there's there's periods of the year where it's just all school especially when you're in your upper years and most of your assignments are papers it's not like a test you can cram beforehand so there are periods where um, I don't really work on any new material it's just schoolwork all week and on the weekends I'll do a show that I've done a hundred times and so it's all muscle memory and you can kind of do that in your sleep and then there's other periods where it's all magic no school so I don't I don't I don't know the secret yet <laughs> having performed many magic tricks over the years mm-hmm. does it become easier for you some parts do the the sleight of hand obviously it's muscle memory kind of like a musician and once you learn all the the chords and the scales but interacting with people um you get better at that but it's different every single time so in some things it gets easier and then some things it's always a challenge every single time how do they react in different ways Mm -hmm. so you performed in london and toronto along with summer shows at canada's wonderland how do you keep your shows from becoming routines well uh, thankfully, I don't think I've 
I've been doing it as long as some guys. Like, I haven't been doing the same show for 10 years. I've only been doing magic for 10 years. So new material always helps. You always have something to work through. And especially when I use a lot of tricks that involve audience participation, it's different every single night how someone reacts, what they do, if you're guessing a name or a piece of information. So using people is always good. And if you're always on your toes and trying to refine material, it's painful. But if you can record yourself and you watch the video footage and you slow it down and you really refine each second. So the key, I guess, to not getting monotonous is not getting lazy about it or comfortable. It's always trying new things. So how do you enjoy hosting your own television show with Up My Sleeve mm-hmm. on Rogers TV? It's a steep learning curve, but it's good. It's very different magic on TV and for people there and standing, facing a camera, but doing it for people beside you and fooling them, but also not letting the camera see how you're doing it. I liked it a lot, but it's very different. Tell us about this television series. As sure. I understand you would surprise strangers, young and old. Yeah, I think we filmed it two summers ago. Um, we would walk around different local places, and we also filmed it last summer. I don't know if, if it's going to be happening this summer or not, but people really freak out. The first second, I'm, I'm trying to calm people down, because I walk up, but there's a whole camera crew behind me, sometimes one or two, three people, and that's what freaks people out. And so I just walk up, try to be really nice, and I say, hey, I'm just with Rogers Television, I'm doing magic tricks, can I show you one? They say, yeah, and then I wave the guys over. You don't want to overwhelm people at once. So keep them calm, bring the cameras in, try to keep them calm and then you do the trick and usually they freak out more because there's cameras in front of them and they're all kind of nervous and that energy comes out it's got to come out somewhere so it's nice (laughs) so you also starred in four different theater productions Mm -hmm. how was the experience tell us a little bit about that oh that's also everything's everything's a learning curve but when i say theater productions i'm not like performing in peter pan i'm performing in a theater on a bill of shows alongside a bunch of other productions so you get your spot in the theater there's a box office there's sounding and lighting guys and you sell tickets for them um it's a lot more promotion than i thought everyone everyone always says oh we'd love to see a live show and then you book a place and do it and no one's there right so it's learning that way how do you how do you sell things? Where do people go? Where's their attention lie? How do you do it without bombarding people? You don't want them to be annoyed, but they have to know enough. And you want everyone to know, not just like the same 20 people on your email list or whatever. So it's good. It's really hard. It's way harder than close-up stuff. Like just learning a card trick and doing it for five people. Like the material that I did on the TV show, that's way easier than on a stage show because you've got an hour and there's staging and lighting and um, you can't just get away with doing a good trick again and again and again because it becomes a little bit repetitive. It's, oh, you fooled me that way. Oh, you fooled me that way. Oh, you fooled me that way. But there's a why. Why should they care? Is this funny? Is it scary? Is there some motivational message? There's a lot more meat that the whole show has to have to it. So it's really hard. So on your website, it states... What do you do when a trick goes wrong? Mm-hmm. What do you do, Sawyer? <laughs> Depends on the trick. It's nice with kind of the sleight of hand. If I'm doing a card trick and I pull out the wrong card um, and they say, no, my card was the eight of hearts. How I've been shuffling the deck, I probably know where the eight of hearts is and I can flick it out quick and pull it from behind their air or sneak it into my pocket or something. So a sleight of hand, there's a lot of backdoors, a lot of things you can do. But with the psychological stuff, it's kind of all or nothing. I say, think of your grandma's name. Is it Gertrude? And you say, no, her name was Hannah. And you go, oh, okay. So <laughs> sometimes when a trick goes wrong, you can save it. I think only twice. 
a trick has actually not worked and there has been no way to save it. And in those circumstances, both times it was actually because of the person who I brought up. They screwed things up, but they didn't know about it. So I just, you thank them because they came up on stage. They took a risk. I say, thank you for coming up. Take a seat. I say, let's keep going. And most times, if if you're a nice enough person on stage, people want you to succeed. So you just keep going on. And both times people came up after and said, like, that was a bad person to pick. For one thing, they had to pick a word from a book and they didn't know how to read Like they picked the word the, and I was trying to force them to pick a long word. So I said, pick the longest word on the page, the. And I was like, what? And so, (laughs) but now if that happens again, I'll know what to do. So you you learn these things. People are the biggest variable. You know, if I drop the cards in the show, I know how to practice for that. Or if there's a gust of wind and it blows something off the table, I can prepare for that. But people, man, they're always surprising, especially kids too. (laughs) Wow. How interesting. Well, on that note, joining Mm -hmm. me is our very talented local magician, Sawyer Burlock. You're listening to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com. Looking for that special place for your holiday getaway? Make the short trip to Angel's Wasaga Inn, the perfect place for your vacation. Just a few minutes from the famous, longest freshwater beach in the world, Wasaga Beach. Take it from me. It's the only place I stay when I visit Wasaga Beach. Unpretentious rooms with TVs, mini fridges, microwaves, and ensuite bathrooms. Laid-back cottages add living rooms with sofa beds, plus kitchenettes and decks with barbecues. Some offer full kitchens and or extra bedrooms. Enjoy your free morning coffee and parking. There's also a heated outdoor pool, a hot tub, and barbecues, as well as a basketball court and playground. Check into Angels Wasaga into today at 159 Main Street, Wasaga Beach, or give them a call and tell them Rock and Ray Michael sent you. 705-429-2535. That's 705-429-2535. Angels Wasaga Inn. Welcome back to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com with my guest, Sawyer Bullock. Sawyer, let's discuss your upcoming show, Magician mm-hmm. Ordinaire, at Simcoe Street Theatre on June the 23rd and June the 24th. How will this show differ from what you have done so far? Sure. So last year, I also did a show at a couple small theaters in Ontario. And the aim of that show was just trying to impress people. I thought, what are the strongest tricks I can do? And I'll just stack them up and bang, 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 bang. Hopefully people leave feeling lightheaded and not knowing which way is up and down. But during that show, people laughed a lot. Just my interaction with them and one-off lines. And without even trying to be funny, there was a large comedic element of it. And people liked the tricks but after an hour being fooled again and again the novelty of that sensation actually wears off if i showed you a hundred card tricks that would kind of get boring but if a really good comedian told you a hundred jokes you know like your face would be hurting so with this i'm trying to flex a lot more on the entertainment and comedy value of it in the magic show but not presenting it as like hey watch this but it's it's a trick and there's twists and turns and sometimes things don't work on purpose and how do you get out of that? Um, and then sometimes there's just funny moments which look like they're happening spontaneously, but I've spent months trying to construct moments so there's opportunities for people to do or say funny things on stage that look like amazing, funny, spontaneous moments that all their friends will remember, but I've tried to orchestrate that so it happens every single time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how often do you change your magic tricks? Mm. 
Um, not too much. The dream is that you would have one hour long show that's really, really good. And you can just do that your whole life, whether you're in Las Vegas or on a cruise ship and you just refine that 60 minutes. But I think that that's changing as well. But with me, I'm performing at some of these local venues for like my fifth year in a row. Blue Mountain, Creamore Children's Festival, different Collingwood companies hire me for their Christmas parties. And so... I'll switch it up sometimes once a year. Last year, I had a 60-minute full show in the theaters, and this year is a full 60 minutes as well. So it's getting faster, my turnover rate, because I'm getting rebooked more and more. So it's a good problem to have. But I'm pretty much at a yearly 60-minute flip. But it's tough because I have to do that for my grown-up show and my family show. So this summer, I'm trying to come up with two hours of good material brand new stuff and it's got got to be tight you can't have dead points it's got to pack small it's got to play big uh you know what if the people are sitting up really close or far away if the stage goes around 180 degrees or not what if you're on the same level like at a christmas party and you're just in the dance floor what if you just set up in front of everybody you don't have setup time it's just walk up and go these are like factors which weigh into and it's got to be funny and entertaining so many things you have to consider when you're sure. doing this. Yeah. Now let's talk about your poster. It's quite mm-hmm. unique. It almost has that Mary Poppins vibe with mm-hmm. the umbrella and the suitcase. Who came up with this idea? Me, but it happened by accident. There was a lady at my school who did wedding photography, and I said, hey, I'm not getting married, but can I hire you just to take, like, 10 different pictures of me, and I'm hoping one will turn out really well for um, for my poster that I'm doing. And so I took a bunch, and in the show I'm using a yellow suitcase, but I'm also using an ironing board. I don't have any use for the umbrella, but I just thought it would look nice with the suitcase, the, the green and the, the yellow, it's the color of the umbrella in the suitcase. And we just did it in a bunch of ways, just holding them in different positions, and it always feels uncomfortable. But when you look at them after, that one looked really nice. Um, then we decided to cut it out, stick it against the blue. My roommate does design stuff, so he was really good at that. So his vision, but my idea for the props kind of a mix together. But hopefully it feels lighthearted. You get a, a sense of what the show will be like. Most magicians' pictures and posters are weird. It's them with like a dove and a deck of cards. And you look at that and it's like, what is what is that saying? How am I supposed to feel? Who are you? So for that, hopefully it's something a bit lighthearted. Um, yeah, a bit of a... The Mary Poppins feel is good. And it's hard to describe that because she's someone who was... I don't know, warm, but there was an element of mystery about her and like what she got next, what she's going to do. So sure, Mary Poppins, <laughs> I like that. The show is called Magician Ordinaire. Mm-hmm. What are you saying about yourself in this title? Sure. Well, I got to give credit where it's due. I first saw that Steve Martin had that before he was an actor. He was a magician and he had that on some like promo poster. And I thought, I really like that. It's cool. But with Magician Ordinaire... It's kind of encompassing um, the, what's the, the vision for the show, the thesis for this show. It should feel like uh, a goof in his sweet spot. Uh, people, when I'm trying to do these shows, I'm like, what would, what would it make sense? I'm a 21-year-old guy who does magic tricks, but I want people to feel like I'm relatable in that way. I know this guy. This feels like, you know, one of my son's friends who he would bring back and they would like shoot hoops in the driveway. So I want to be relatable that way, but with an element of, oh, I'm I'm presenting a skill that's fun to watch. So hopefully that makes sense. Relatable, but still doing the trick, not a lofty magician who's up there with his cool boxes and looking down on you like I'm so clever. I think that's 
it's really insulting, I guess, to the intelligence of the audience. You can't relate to that. It's kind of off-putting. So hopefully someone who says, come on and let me show you something cool. So how much time is dedicated in creating your magic art? Too much. <laughs> uh, my, my whole month of May, I was, doing, I was doing shows, but all of my free time, I was trying to come up with new material. And you, you take a piece, sometimes you write a script for it, and you rehearse it again and again and again, and some ideas change as you rehearse it. Things that look good, I'll look back on it a week later and think, no, that's awful. And I'll add new pieces to the show, and these new pieces are really good, but they don't fit with the old stuff. So... Um, you just keep doing it hours and hours each day. I work with a director and just a couple friends who I can bounce ideas off of. And they'll be honest and they say, that sounds sweet. That sounds really dumb. Don't do that. That makes no sense. And then you put it in front of real people and everything changes again. Things that you thought were great fall flat on their face. And then you'll say some little comment one night that gets the biggest laugh of the show. And you go, oh, keep that in there. How do you make sure that happens again? So it's... Wow. It's a ton of work, and then everything changes. But for everything to change, you have to put in that work at the start. So it's it's give and take. So any other shows planned after Collingwood? Mm-hmm. Collingwood is where I'm trying out the, the new show. Then I'm doing two weeks in Hamilton at a theater mm. festival there. And then two weeks in Edmonton at another theater festival as well. It's kind of the biggest fringe festival in Canada. Very and so nice. hopefully good things will come from that. Mm-hmm. So where can we purchase tickets for... Soya Bullock, Magician Ordinaire, and find more information. Mm-hmm. You can go to my Facebook page, just type in Sawyer Bullock, S A W Y E R, or you can go to my website, SawyerBullock.com, and either one, it'll take you to the page. Tickets are $10 in advance or 15 at the door. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So, what's next for Sawyer? Who knows? Pay off OSAP, financial stability. <laughs> um, when I finish school, kind of this time Christmas, um, I'm hoping I'm going to start swinging for kind of the there's like different I guess current standards for entertainment. So if you can get on America's Got Talent, if you can get on Ellen or The Tonight Show, that's where you think, "Oh, someone's legit. They must have been on America's Got Talent. They must be good, right?" So I'm trying to swing for some of those just like little levels of credibility and all those, you know, it's one in a million um and it's not even like the best person gets on. Not that I'm the best, but I know it's not always even a reflection of your skill level. It's timing. So I'm just going to keep swinging. Maybe, you know, get on Disney cruises or there was a casting call for Disney World in Shanghai. They wanted some entertainers for three months, but I'm, I'm, in, I'm in school still. So I'm like, oh, I can't do that. But I'm going to start swinging for loftier things. I can take more risk that way. I can travel more. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Sawyer, for being my guest and wishing you all the best of success on your upcoming show at thank Simple you. Street Theater in Collingwood, scheduled June 23rd and 24th. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Beach Corner on BeachBoosterRadio.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this break. Hi, I'm Josh Palace, Recreation Coordinator for the Town of Wasega Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio. Well, this is a wrap for me. I would like to thank Sawyer Bullock for being my guest and wishing him all the best of success on his upcoming performance in Sawyer Bullock, Magician Ordinaire. Scheduled June the 23rd and the 24th at Simcoe Street Theatre in Collingwood. Tickets can be purchased online at eventb.com forward slash Sawyer Bullock or at the door. For more information, visit his Facebook page at Sawyer Magic and his website at SawyerBullock.com. 
With Beach Corner on Beach Booster Radio, I'm Diana Chickie. Beach Corner's broadcast every Tuesday at 10 a.m. and 8 p.m. and also available on podcast anytime at our new website at beachbooster.com. Beach Corner is a regular feature in Beach Booster Publication. If you would like to be featured on Beach Corner, please contact Diana at beachbooster.com. I welcome your visit to my Facebook and Twitter pages. Bye-bye, everyone. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.